0: what's up friends <laughs> hey guys hey guys welcome back to paper planes my name is paulo um i am christian <laughs> <laughs> i'm soya and we are <laughs> and this is flight number
1: four <laughs> 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 my, my the, the intro was vibe was so
0: it was so like like sensual <laughs>
1: What the fuck is up, guys? We Paper Planes. We bag episode four. Let's fucking go. This is
0: that season one energy, bro. Yeah, it really is.
1: Um, Shout out to our first class.
0: Shout out uh, to our, our lovely Discord. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Sung Jin Woo. And then... And sh- Rust. Is- shout out Rust. He hit his... Uh- deadlift pr 225 225 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fucking strongest motherfucker yeah. yeah go Couldn't support go support job, our man. boy yeah. we don't we don't deadlift nah, we don't deadlift we don't. like that we, we got bitch ass spines our spines oh, be God. looking like this <laughs> our, our spines are, at a, are made i got out of
1: scoliosis paper.
2: <laughs> oh no but good yeah. job Rust Sh-
0: shout out shout out rust we, we try mm-hmm. to support our boy when we can and the rest of the people at the in our discord if anyone else is hitting prs in there let let us know so we can support but
1: you guys let us know
0: speaking of the discord um we we usually have very deep conversations in the discord one of them involving our uh, our purpose to life and the various existential crises is that the right word? Crises. Sure. Well, I mean, I spelled that had. thing
1: wrong. What did I? How did I spell it? You
0: is? put ex-centennial or something. <laughs> we,
1: yeah. Today we're talking about excentennial crises. I,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, we're talking about the meaning of life and uh, how to find purpose and existentialism and existential crises and how how to kind of navigate that because you know we're obviously we're not. You know we haven't completed our lives yet, but Should, I hope we've not. we've navigated through a lot of difficult things. So I feel like we have a lot to offer um, in terms of like perspective and how to like kind of guide people through those feelings of I don't know what the fuck to do. Mm-hmm. We've
1: uh, three of us have definitely hit a lot of forks in the road. Oh and, yeah, um,
0: and honestly, we we're still here. So we're, we're here. We're living life i i'd say i'm living a pretty happy life
1: honestly i am too before we started this uh today i was telling paulo like you know this is the first time in a while where i'm like i look forward to the future
0: oh yeah we're, mm-hmm. we're talking about like and that's a big step for you because you're not a very like forward thinker i'm
1: not i'm really this is where i'm at this is only where i'm at and i don't think about the future until i'm there yeah but there's there needs to be a balance otherwise like if say for instance if I'm feeling down I'll be really down because in that moment I'm down but yeah but yeah.
0: yeah and Soyo Soyo is actually he knows the meaning to life yeah he just knows it he was born with it and he just he just does it so isn't that right Soyo <laughs> Soyo just gotten back from work Soyo bro. Just, <laughs>
1: bro Soyo look like he just woke up <laughs> Soyo. <guess>. Soyo.
0: <laughs> Soya did just wake up. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Yeah, Soya just woke up from his nap. Hey guys.
1: But um before we get uh onto this flight, make sure you guys like and subscribe. Helps us out on the YouTube rate and review. We are on all podcast platforms. Follow our socials, like always. It will help us out. Uh we be trying to achieve things out of this podcast, and we would like to share that content with you guys. Join the Discord. Um you guys can share your thoughts out there. It's a safe space for everyone. And please donate to our Patreon.
2: God damn, Christian. Christian's getting good at that shit. Christian's really been practicing this. Have you been practicing or is it just off the dome? It's just
1: off the dome. Damn, that's pretty good. We'll see how good it is at the end of the
0: episode. Yeah, as we get more delirious.
1: But yeah, everyone buckle the fuck up and um, we're about to fucking crash. crash. Let's crash. We're about to crash into the meaning of
0: life. Yeah, existence. We're alive. So, Um, do you guys have any kind of like. Because I have a whole presentation prepared, and I I don't want to like make the whole thing that. So I want to get your guys's like input first on like what have you guys discovered about life and like what drives you. Hmm. Well, I'll just start off by saying that
2: I I don't think there is a meaning to life. All right. There is no meaning to life. It just exists, and we are just parts of. We just by circumstances we just end up here and we're alive because of no reason. This is very but, interesting coming from like uh cuz you uh you're religious. Yeah, I am. I didn't really want to put the
0: element of well, I mean, I guess I could. Um how we don't have to like we're not here to critique any kind of systems of belief or like you know stuff like that. We're kind of just commenting on how we navigate through life with those things in mind.
2: Yeah, well, I did say that uh era, We were just alive because it just happened. But if I were to add, I would take that back if I were to add my element of religion. But just in general, I'd say that there isn't a fundamental reason for life. And the thing, or we exist just by pure circumstance, if we're taking this from a non religious standpoint. And because of that, I see that as uh, liberating because it just means that you can make anything out of anything. You can make your own meaning out of life and do whatever the mm-hmm. fuck you want because there's no ultimate reason for you to be in this world in the first place. I could do steroids. Oh, shit, dude, go ahead. <laughs> well, if you, if, <laughs> you know, if you balance your meaning. You do yeah. your, if you, you know, you have your little balance or your scale
0: and you, the. Every the choice things. you have has a, you know, Newton's third law. Every reaction has an equal and opposite reaction. Mm-hmm. I do steroids later down the line. The steroids Small do balls me. or whatever, whatever steroid users. <laughs> Small
2: balls. What, what? What happened? What's a uh, uh, you know heart problems, erectile dysfunction, uh, oh, depression. That's a lot of shit. You know what? Don't do steroids <laughs> if you want to. You can. But if I were to add my el- my element of religion, I'd say, well, we were created for while well, sharing a more fulfilling and happy life with others.
0: Hmm. You know, I'll just leave it at that. Okay, yeah, I, I like that because I I do resonate with a lot of the things that you said. I think that. You can, I think life is a lot of like, you can give it whatever meaning you want to give it. Like, uh, I'll I'll get into more of that in my, my section of how I describe life, but is there anything you want to like add on top of that, add your spin to a Christian? Mm,
1: I feel like that's definitely the right track, um, giving your life meaning, but I feel like that's the thing that a lot of people struggle with is finding that purpose, um, or giving it your life a purpose and i feel like i mean especially for me i'm not fully there yet i mean i believe we are all like we all have like a reason for our life i mean we are put here maybe not for a specific reason or something we have to do but rather to give it meaning but like i said i feel like that's something that a lot of people struggle with is trying to figure out what their purpose is and honestly one of the things that like I've come to figure out is what I'm giving my life or does that make sense? The meaning I'm giving to my life is essentially just helping those around me. Um, I really didn't think about this until like maybe probably like when we started this pod or even like a couple months before that, when we really got into like deeper conversations, I get like, um, I get like motivation from helping others out. And then some part of me feels a part of satisfaction when someone comes to me for advice, I help them with it and they come out of that conversation feeling like a better person or they got the answer they needed. And then I come out of that conversation feeling fulfilled and satisfied. to the point where I'm like, yeah, I could die right now and I'd be good. Hmm, (laughs) Not to that point, but like I'm sometimes I feel like when I give that kind of advice, I'm just like, damn, it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. But, um, like as we grow up and we you know navigate our way through whatever the fuck life is there's always different meanings and purposes i feel like you go through there's different phases in your life um say for one instance or even there's different people that are put into your life um i'll just say this like for instance like if one person was put into your life but you don't continue that relationship whether it be a friend or a significant other maybe they were put into your life so that you could teach them a lesson or you're taught a lesson to yourself i guess to sum it up one of the things that i believe in is life is something that we were given to constantly learn something i guess Hmm.
2: i think you did make a uh, a good point, though, with the uh, the fact that life, mm, well, no, the purpose in your life is constantly changing. It's not always going to stay the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I'd say, like, for me, um, at this point in my life, I'd say I wouldn't really have a greater purpose that people would consider, um, you know, like grand or like, oh, this is fulfilling. Because uh, for me, I just when I when I think about how how I want to live my life, I just think of I just want to continue on and then experience beautiful moments from just continuing uh, my lifespan basically at this point. Because um, I just think back on all the moments I've had in my, pa- um, in my life I've experienced so far. And the ones I remember the most are the ones where I'm just like, uh, it was a beautiful moment to me. So, like, if I had a conversation with my dad, uh, like, a deep conversation that I wouldn't normally have, I still remember that when I had it for, like, the first time and the only time a couple of years back. Um, or, like, when I'm looking at nature, uh, when we went on vacation at uh, oh, Flagstaff, yeah. and I was just, like, looking at the scenery. And that I was, was like, beautiful. It was really beautiful. Um, one of the things, like, when I... Um, when I had a deep conversation with my sister for the first time and we kind of opened up and we're just talking about stuff and life in general, that was a really beautiful moment for me. And like, I think about all these things and I'm like, you know, this is really cool. I really like this experience. So like when I think about what I want to do with my life at this point, I just want to continue living and ex- getting, um, experiencing those beautiful moments as we go through. Like, I wouldn't really say that right now. I'm like, I want to be able to help people. I'm sure like that's, uh that comes as a result of me wanting to experience beautiful things but it's not like a priority um well not not like not like a priority but like not a
0: not like a goal
2: intention thing i have in mind like
0: with christian yeah uh last last episode um i said uh life is a string of moments and you kind of like you kind of described that in a very uh in your own way yeah beautiful moments are definitely something that is worth living in life I feel like our first, um, your first like 10 to 20 years is of like being alive is usually you, it's, you're probably not going to know what your purpose to life is. It's kind of you just navigating through life and kind of figuring it out as you go. I feel like you truly like, like your, uh, your purpose is kind of fluid in that way where it can change. Like, let's say, you know, your purpose, like in your early twenties is, oh, I want to, I want to you know, provide for my family. And then in your thirties, it's like, I want to start my own family. um, Like expand upon the family that I have. So I, I can see how like having a purpose could be fluid in that way. Do you guys have any more like comments about life in that way? In mm. the sense of purpose? Yeah. In the sense mm. of like purpose and, you know, just existing.
1: Mm, as of right now, no. But I feel like as we go through your presentation and, I'll have like something that comes up as I listen.
2: I do have a question for you guys. Um this guy kinda got me thinking, because so I never really had existential dread um whenever think I think about life, but I know people have that normally. Uh, I was wondering if you guys also had that experience where you're just thinking about like whatever the grand scheme of things, how insignificant you are. And do you ever think if you're like um if you do you ever think that you're insignificant or just like there's no value mm. this is where a Sinigang soldier has
0: this is where he, he cuts off he's like oh and oh, yep. <laughs> all right guys done. all right we'll see you next week no. Synagong soldier come back we're here to help you yeah um are you talking about
1: like you who feel like the choices that you make really have no um effect into like the big aspect of the whole world or something like that
2: i guess because I, I like i said i don't i've never experienced existential dread to that extent when i'm thinking about like the grand scheme of things in life so i was kind of wondering mm-hmm. if you guys also had that kind
0: of experience i had that experience very young in life um you go when you go through a lot of like i i'm sure um you can kind of see where i'm getting from because we've had conversations about how kind of like my uh my life was when i was younger mm-hmm. and I, I seeked purpose a lot. I seeked a lot of, I really pondered my existence for the the fact that I was going through a lot of pain and I didn't know what to make out of it. Mm-hmm. And when you go through a lot of pain, um, it's usually like, like uh, you want to know what, like why do you go through it? Right. And I had to find something to kind of answer that. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of different things that I've tried out, a lot of different philosophies and schools of thought I ventured into. And I'll get into that um, in like my presentation that I have prepared. But in a way, um, I I did experience existential dread like really early on in life. I'll I'll say like maybe twelve. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. It kind of um because our uh, our more like veteran listeners know like you know my my father had passed away when I was really young, and I didn't quite understand life at that point. But I it always stuck in the back of my head like you know, what that was. And I kind of like, uh, eventually it came up when I was going through a bit more pain in my life and I was like, "What? what is this? Like, what is this concept? And so it happened really early on because I was forced to kind of face uh, face the reality of things in a way. And I was trying to make sense of like the pain I was feeling. So I, I seeked a lot of answers to, to my existence.
1: Hmm. I'd say... um I felt existential dread probably in high school, especially, like, junior year, senior year. Um, In my mind, I was like, you're supposed to follow this blueprint, right? Go to college, fulfill, like, the degree you get, um, figure out, get a job, start a family, right? All that kind of stuff was like, there's got to be more meaning to life than just following that blueprint, And I feel like I got to such a low point at, like, senior year to the point where I was just like, you know what, I'm going to just go to college, do what I'm told to, right? And it got to the point where I'm just all like, I don't know why I'm doing this. Is there even, like, a purpose to my life? Like, why do I have to do this? Stuff like that. Why does it even matter? Like, what, what kind of reason am I going through all this, like mental stress suffering and like like headaches and stuff trying to figure out what the fuck just for it to be in the future Mm -hmm. and i feel like at that point i didn't realize you know that stuff that's out of my control and stuff that's going to happen in the future and i was so focused on those like you know those what the fucks those like stuff that i shouldn't even have to worry about because i'm so focused on following this blueprint that you know there's um that society has built in reality it's like no one's you're not obligated to follow that certain blueprint rather you need to create your own blueprint in order to figure out why you why you're living like why do you want to like what purpose do you want to give your life and stuff like that and I don't think I fully got out of my existential, whatever the fuck it's called, crisis dread, until um, I dropped out because I was so stuck on, like, this certain blueprint that I didn't even know, like, was the purpose for it. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I-, I know what you mean.
1: Like, I was like, why am I going to follow this if I don't even, like... I don't
0: even know what it entails?
1: Yeah, I don't know what it entails. I mean, sure, I know what it entails, but it's like... Do you even want that? Exactly. And asking myself that i was like okay you know what this is where i'm going to get a grip on my own life cuz that's really what it is you're you're the one in the fucking driver's seat steering everything and every every turn you make is the decision you make so i was like you know what i need to i need to make the hard decision i'm going to break the fucking stigma that you need to go to college in order to you know live life and i feel like the reason why i did that was because i wasn't happy in college i didn't there was no reason or purpose behind the degree that i was trying to follow and i was like you know what let me take a step back and really just focus on something that i can control because at that moment i couldn't control that i didn't know what the purpose was i couldn't control my future i mean technically i could if i stayed in college you know i could control that shit but it's like those emotions and those like thoughts in my head that's something I couldn't control so I was like you know what let's just take a step back let's focus on what I can control at this moment which was you know let's try and figure out what else is out there instead of college so dropped out of college Um, here's a little background for new audio listeners because I did go into depth in this in season one but I'll be quick. Dropped out of college, had a deep conversation with my parents, broke down, um, pretty much worked my first job, learned how to be more of a people person through that job, and then went to the second job, kind of learned what fucking hard work is and learned that, you know, this isn't a fucking job that I want to be at the rest of my life. And then somehow I lined up i wouldn't say i got lucky because i had to build the connection with the person that got me the current job i'm at right now but the current job i'm at right now is somewhere where i feel content i'm not gonna say complacent because i'm constantly trying to move up in this uh area of work but i feel like with that being my stable income and then now i have an actual purpose which is you guys you listeners i really do care for you guys i want you guys to really take this information in that way you don't have to go through what I did when I was in high school because that shit sucked man it it really did it having to go through that exit exit I can't fucking say this one existential existential <laughs> having to go through that existential crisis at such like a young age at like 17 18 wondering like what the fuck is my life like is there even meaning to it is it's terrible man it's it drains your energy it kind of sets you back for what your potential could be in life. And I can't tell you what your fucking potential or your purpose is in life, but all I could tell you is that you can't, don't be so focused on things that are out of your control. And this is why I say live in the present because you never know, you might find your answer in the present. And if you're fully, if you're fully there in the present and you're really enjoying something, that's your answer for that moment until the next time, you know, your purpose changes. Like, I'll say for me right now, when I'm present in this moment in the podcast, I'm really focusing on what I'm trying to, you know, give the audio listeners um, in terms of my personal life experiences, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm dancing, I'm in the moment trying to get better, trying to really nail in my mind to like body connection. That way I feel like I'm accomplished as a dancer when I'm at work, I'm, you know, present in that moment. And then trying to, you know, I can't fuck. I was about to say what I do when I'm looking at my, at the shoes, I'm trying to make sure I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm giving, you're doing your job. I'm doing my job. And honestly, just being present in each of those moments has like given me the answer for like what's next i feel like from when i started out in this podcast at the beginning i would stutter more my likes and ums were more present i would sometimes derail off topic and it would just go crazy but we live and we learn um as a dancer i feel like now that i'm starting to go to more studio classes um freestyling more in the studio I feel very confident to the point where if there's a cipher, I could just hop in there, do my thing, and then leave it with, you know, I feel proud of what I did there, what I was able to experiment, and I came out of that knowing, okay, let's improve more, and then even at work, I mean, it it shows that uh, me being present at work, because since um, I'm so focused on my job, I mean... Hopefully, shit, by the time this episode releases, I would have known if I got the position or not. Fingers crossed I really did, because I really want that. But if not, that's okay, because I'm going to just continue growing there and then continue traveling. So that's really, like, where I'm at right now. With my purpose is just living in the present, trying to continue finding more reasons and more meanings to life.
0: The end. <laughs> Yeah, that brings up a lot of um, things. I have a lot of critiques of the Western of Western society and how their blueprint is structured. You bring up how um, it did not like appeal to you, and mm-hmm. my my critique of it is that the Western blueprint is definitely it doesn't exist for you to to thrive from it. It it exists so that people in power can stay in power and that you can stay under their control, and you know that you can you can you don't need to take that any uh any sort of way but <laughs> um my my main critique is like you can if you just look at how the system is set up it's set up in a very deliberate way like whoever is whoever is uh choosing for it to be this way is very deliberate and very clever with how they set things up so usually you know me growing up as like a as an immigrant both of my parents had to work very hard and very for very long hours and that's not even just like you know, even if I wasn't an immigrant, they're raising the inflation rates very high. And so oftentimes both parents have to be at work and they rely on their, uh, on, on school systems for the kid to, as kind of like a daycare in a way. And the education is free for a reason. Here, Here's kind of like a, not like a, just like a thought to have in the back of your head. If something is free, it's because you are the product. And so when you you put your kid into like a free education system you think oh it's cuz they want the, the betterment of kids they want them to be educated no they're trying to condition you to be a certain way for a reason it's school is very systematic it you know if you're in school you can already kind of make that kind of critique of this doesn't actually teach me certain things it doesn't teach me how to be a person it doesn't teach me how to navigate life it's just like a it's it's a curriculum it shows me how to think, um, you know, it, it is important to have, like, math skills, reading skills, stuff like that. And to a degree, it does exercise that, that part of your mind, but it doesn't actually give you applicable, like, practical application skills for, like, real life. And that's done with, like, a purpose. So, what they do is they, they make the kids, they, uh, in, in doing that, and raising the inflation and making the parents dependent on this education system, what it does is it removes the influence of, like, the parents and it, it gives the the children, like, more, more opportunity to be influenced by, like, the public education system. And it's very systematic. And they teach a very specific set of values. Kind of like, you know, you have to reach these amount of metrics. You have to get this grade if you want. You have to be forced to learn a certain way. And some people just don't. They're intelligent in different ways that they don't really support in public education. And I guess that's, like, one of my other critiques is that obviously their their curriculum could use some work and so moving forward with with that we aren't taught things that equip us for life so a lot of people probably you know if if you're listening and you're you know you're in the western society you're probably often like left feeling super lost and you kind of end up following this blueprint just because it's like it's what's pushed on you and Another critique I have about the public education system, especially with colleges, is how much of a, a scam it is. If you aren't trying to get a prestigious degree, all the rest of the degrees, you can probably get into that occupation without a degree. The reason why student loans like exist, like if you think about it, if they put student loans like those resources into like a free market and not bound it to to like school, it wouldn't exist. And The only reason why colleges and like education, like college board and all that can thrive is because those funds exist in a vacuum. And it's like pretty obvious once you start like just looking at how everything is set up. And so that's why I advocate for people who don't know what they want to do with their life. Don't go to college and don't put yourself in debt. If all you need to do is make money, go to a trade school. Those professions will always be there. Like they'll always be in demand and they pay well because they're always in demand. So I recommend if you're not going to go into entrepreneurship and you just want to make money, go to a trade school. It's like, it'll give you a very applicable skill that you can use to make money. Unless you're going to be a lawyer or like a medical professional, then like, there's no reason for you to, to put yourself in a bunch of debt to go to through college. Unless you have like a scholarship or something, like I, I would not recommend it. A lot of people use college and university as like a excuse to like party and drink. But like you can do that. You don't need to put yourself in debt to do that. Like it's it's okay if you want to have those experiences, but yeah, I have a lot of critiques about like how western society is set up, but circling back to my point, I think that we aren't equipped to think for ourselves because largely in this societal blueprint, we are often told what to do and that's what is promoted, like oh, you're told by your teacher to do this and do that. You have to learn this specific thing this specific way. You can only ask questions if we if you raise your hand and we let you. And when you leave that and you go into a work environment, it's the same thing. You have a boss you report to. You know, things are done a very specific way. Those skills that they teach you and they encourage aren't skills that you need to be like an entrepreneur or to like make your own blueprint. Obviously because if you follow their blueprint, it's what keeps the people that are higher up you know there basically so that's why that you know thinking critically and being in the driver's seat like you said that isn't encouraged but you can still do it if you kind of have like the the right frame of mind like you you know the right things and you can you can do those things so that's like my critique of that yeah
2: fuck the
1: western society <laughs>
0: i mean that's not even just yeah. like a it, just kind of like a western view of how things how things happen yeah i I talked a lot but it kind of struck something in me that was i felt very passionately about no
1: it's i mean it's true though like that's really how um the blueprint is is just kind of what your teachers tell you to do and then like you were saying like earlier um we aren't taught to you know live our best life but rather you know it benefits the people who are above and have all that power and then we just you know we're kind of just at the base level
0: yeah if you think about it let's say let's use a video game for example um let's say you you're the best at this video game you're at the very top what else is for you to do except keep your spot at the top and make sure that gap between you and second place is as far like from each other as possible
1: they I gonna bevy real quick i'll oh, try
0: where's your water i gave you
1: i finished it
0: i think we'll grab another one i guess
1: can i grab a sprite
0: it's your sprite oh <laughs> wait why, hey, why do you have to ask to get your own sprite oh my I should god buy a sprite too <laughs> no it's from korea oh, remember oh that's <laughs> old sprite bro
2: oh shoot he still has that
0: you're gonna a asomar this shit into the mic yeah i can What should it be flat That shit.
1: Oh. oh, you caught it on his shirt. I busted word Said nut. E- oh. <laughs> <laughs> the way you be throwing should be so disrespectful.
0: I deserve it. You want to get into your presentation? I mean, do we have any other side comments that we want to give?
1: Um, nah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, so, I mean
1: that. That's that's all. That's kind of like in my head right now
0: yeah i just wanted to say like if you don't know what to do like you don't have to follow the the blueprint that's laid out for you something that is very uh that i thought about earlier is how the the internet age the age of information has brought education like so like widespread to the point where now i, I realize realized like the things that i've learned in life that are most applicable has not come from like school it's stuff that i've learned online that i've seeked out Mm. like there's so much free information out like obviously you have to vet out whether or not it's like you know valuable or like true information but there's so much shit that you could learn online now you could learn literally anything and i feel like people not enough people capitalize on that because not a lot of people are told to go seek out that information This, this this is your message right now me to you if you like want to learn something you could just learn it online. It's super you can start uh, like learn really valuable like marketable skills too. Um, I learned how to start a business. I learned all sorts of shit I learned how to video edit and you can start like I started a business with video editing. I learned all that shit online. I taught myself. so I, I encourage people to to start their own kind of path of learning with like the resources that you have available to mm. you for free.
2: Don't take debt when it's period. When you don't have to. Yeah. So thing also like um you didn't really mention this, but if you take debt to pursue your college degree, you're gonna be that's like you're locked into it. Yeah, you, you can't are, go back. You there's no takes back sees with that shit. Because you're gonna need to pay that off because it's gonna keep uh rising in interest and the only way you're gonna be able to pay that off is by taking that job that you chose to do,
0: uh, or you chose to pursue through that debt that you racked up. So if you lay it out it doesn't make any sense like why why would you take that sequence you would take the most risk with like the lowest possible like it it's only like rewarding if you actually like like it so, mm-hmm. so what,
1: and we're not saying that you might not
0: um I'm saying really look at what you're yeah, doing like take into consideration take all the options like don't just yeah like follow like don't just do what you're told i guess i mm-hmm. i encourage people to think for themselves um when you're when you're assessing like People, I guess I did this a lot at like work with like there's a lot of um, when you move up in management there's a lot of politics so when you when you observe your relationship with someone whether it be like a work relationship or or whatever like what you do is you you gauge that person's intent like what are their motivations like what are they what are they trying to do gauge what they're executing on that intent as in what are they doing to like accomplish what they want to accomplish Or what are they doing because of their intentions? And then gauge, like, how does that affect you? Because, you know, you can do the first two steps and realize, oh, they have this intention. You know, this is how they're doing it, but it doesn't affect me. You know, that that, that doesn't matter. But usually in workplace environments, it's like, okay, this person is trying to move up in management. They're executing on that because they're they're being really nice to me, but it's only because they want to use me so they can... Kind of, they can get on my good side so they can take it like take advantage of me. That's how, and then you gauge whether or not, you know, that affects you or not. And in in this example, it affects you obviously. But that's something that you've I've kind of learned by being in like the politics of management and like corporate. And you, I just go through like my life kind of with those things in mind, just because it's very useful for you to gauge people's intentions. Not, I'm not telling people to be paranoid, but (laughs) think for yourself and kind of use your intuition with people. Cause I feel like that's not something that's something that also isn't like encouraged to like use your like own kind of thoughts and intuition with things. So I, I just encourage our listeners to do that.
1: Uh, one last thing, um, that after taking into consideration and of every single option, what we're saying is that, you know, take in, take into consideration every option. Um, don't go to college if you're not sure but after taking that all in and you still want to go to college by all means do it man it's your choice man it really is and i have the utmost respect for like everyone who actually wants to go to college goes through college because they they choose to and they commit through it and they graduate with their degree like whether it even if it isn't a like a, a degree in like to become a lawyer or go in the medical field they just like save if it's like a business or an art degree, but they just wanted to go through college just for that experience. And it was their choice. I have the most respect for those people because
0: it speaks volumes. It like, really does. It speaks volumes about your commitment. Your it level, really does. Your level of comit- commitment and your capacity to yeah. like really dial things in and like say, you're going to do something and do it.
1: Yeah. Like literally for, I mean, even like if you're a college graduate And you may still, you may feel like you chose the wrong path, but you still graduated. That's still something you hold under your belt. That honestly, like coming like me, I'd see that as, like, I I respect that. Even if you don't like what you're doing, I still respect you, you know, for like going through that fucking hardship of shit is hard. Yeah.
0: It is hard because you know yeah. we've we've all went to college and we know how how that shit is and that's why we yep. we wouldn't want people to go through that and then be like on the on the bad end of the stick at the end of like all that hardship. Yep.
1: Um. So we're gonna get into this presentation that Paul has brought up for us. Um. If you guys are an audio listener, uh, just
0: I'll, l- I'll it'll I'll vocalize a lot of like what's happening. Okay. And, like, um, Narrate what's going on.
1: He will do that, but. Check out the YouTube for the visuals.
0: Yeah, I have a whole can like PowerPoint presentation that I have here. So I made this based like this is all very like I have a lot of views on life and like my own philosophies and whatnot, and I've condensed it down to a very very crude, um, like elementary, like you could describe it as presentation. So let me hit the let me hit the focus on this bitch yeah all right so we have existence in a nutshell the question that i had when i made this presentation is what is the meaning of life and like what is the purpose to life so existence <laughs> existence in a nutshell so <laughs> this, the this, oh, this is, is the, this is, talk the type thing, yeah? this is the framework in which we are kind of brought into the world so think of this in a way where like obviously the framework of what we are is we are bound by our biology and our DNA. Like, you know, the DNA tells our biology like what to put here. So think of your framework as, you know, just nature in your your biology. And so information, think of it like, you know, information that you gain through experience and consciousness. So your choices is what makes up you. So in this visual, so information and experience, imagine that is like the furniture in your house. And then your consciousness and like your choices is where you decide to put that furniture. Mm. So your framework, you know, what you are, you know, you're obviously in this in this visual, you're a house and biology lays down the framework for you. And then the experiences you have in life and the choices you make based off of those experiences is what your kind of whole house kind of looks like. So that's like what you are in a nutshell. Well at least the, you know or a that's, single story house. Yeah. Well, that's you know the visual <laughs>
1: That's how biology and your DNA created you. You could be a seven feet tall motherfucker,
0: but... Yeah, so the purpose of that kind of like visual is that you exist. You know, you are you. You exist. And you might ask yourself like, why? What is the purpose? And let's see. The purpose for me, the purpose of life is to experience it in the best way you can. One undeniable fact across all belief systems, across any kind of like philosophy is that You exist and you are experiencing existence. You know, there's you know, people you can ponder existence, you know, in whatever way, but a true thing across everything is that you exist. Some people will be like, Oh, what if we exist in a simulation? You're still existing. Fuck you. (laughs) But you're
1: still living the simulation, bitch.
0: Minecraft. Here. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) So you exist, right? And you exist as a human. And so, I like to approach humanity and, like, your existence as a human as a game. Here, it is uh, visualized as Minecraft. I'm kind of impressed that this is, like, in the, like, it's oriented right somehow.
1: (laughs) I like how you have it clicking on multiplayer because there's multiple people living different lives. You're not the main character.
0: I mean, you are. I mean, you are. But you live around other main characters. characters. So, yeah, I did put the clicking over here. On this, the, is a,
1: this is a little off topic. But have you guys ever met, like, a person who's like, oh, you're such an NPC or, like, look at that NPC over there? Paulo tells that to Corbin
2: all the time.
0: And I say that to Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> it's because, like, he just, like, isn't present, bro. He's just not there. <laughs> you can, like, when you ask him things, he's like, I'm going to put that on the queue. <laughs> the queue. Uh, sorry, that's sorry Corbin. Is, that's Let's hope he's is. not listening. <laughs> Corbin, I'm sorry. I, I know you're gonna turn out like really. I, I just give you shit because I know you're gonna end up like super successful and stuff. You have the most potential. You have the most potential. So thanks I, I for like uh, to, putting
1: me on your perm person, have Oh yeah. But let's continue.
0: Bro. Yeah, I do have um it clicking on multiplayer because obviously, humanity is a very social, very social game. I I I'll go out and say like a shared life, um with community is a good life. It's a, it's a good playthrough of the game. So how should you play the game? So this is where like, what is my purpose? How should I navigate life? Um, this is where I kind of try to answer that question. So there is many like different schools of thought. And when you click on the multiplayer button on Minecraft, there's a bunch of different servers that show up. So I like to think of the different belief systems as different servers you can connect to. So here I have like different schools of thought like buddhism stoicism christianity nihilism and then i have one here at the bottom that says combinationism and that's like that's a system of uh of beliefs that kind of incorporate all sorts of different you don't necessarily follow like a certain thing but you take elements from different belief systems and you kind of make your own lens with it and that's why i have the word unique lens here um so you see that? yeah here it's kind of like Think of these different belief systems as different, uh, different servers you can connect to in, in this game of humanity. Why do we exist? And what is the purpose of life? So which one do you choose, basically? So which one of these do you, should you choose?
1: Which server?
0: Yeah. So it's like, I want to say it's all the same game. No matter what server you click on, you're still playing Minecraft or you're still mm-hmm. playing humanity, but you get to choose how you want to play it. Each server offers a different way to play the game. So if you decide to to play the game, you know, through like uh, a God-believing lens, you know, that's a, you know, you might still have like the most like fun playing that in that way. Or you can have your own kind of philosophy in life and that's what brings you the most joy. So you decide to play it in that way. Or you try to be more spiritual or you can even give into nihilism where it's like n- everything means nothing, fuck, you know, like is there's that what no nihilism point. nihilism is? Yeah, it's like it's more of like a pessimistic like approach to life really? to where it's like nothing has meaning. Like we're all like after you die, nothing happens. Like there's no meaning that to anything sucks. It's very, it's a very pessimistic way to live, but some people like to follow that path of logic. I feel like that way of thinking is it largely disenchants your like life experience. So I, I don't subscribe to it.
1: It kind of just, I mean, I'm not going to say anything
0: cause. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll say it. People, people like that are depressing. I don't like to be around them. So, I'll, I'll say how I feel nice <laughs> nice. <laughs>
2: clip oh. that <laughs>
0: so oh yeah this is you know I went over this already so which one do you choose like in terms of like you know I, I set all these different belief systems and you don't really know like you know how how should I play this I don't know which one is the best one like which one and some people like to argue over which one is the correct one mm. like oh you know God is real and I'll you know I this is what I believe and it's right and whatever you believe is wrong i i don't really think that's a very productive way to interact with people um so i say that it's not about which one is the correct one but what belief system gives you the best experience of humanity ooh, ooh, ooh. which one lets you play the game in the way that you want to play it in the way that you get the most enjoyment out of it because we've all played like shitty games before and we've all played like really good games yeah and it's like we get to choose to play those games and how you play them and how you play them and that's all up to you and i i think that you should play the game in like whatever best way you can play it is is kind of like my philosophy
1: you know that's a that's a great way to put it because and especially how you use minecraft because some people like to play that um you You know you can play minecraft like yeah survival some like to be playing in creative where they don't have to worry about you know dying and stuff and that's kind of like the same with life like some people have that survival mindset where they're just you know this is how i want to view my life and like i don't know like their purpose in survival is to you know pretty much beat the game
0: yeah that, like their whole thing is like i, I want to beat the game some people yeah. take a more like carefree approach is like i just want to create, create things. things yeah i want to be you know artistic mm-hmm. and stuff like that and you can yeah i guess that's that's a really good way to kind of give that example or, or visualize that
1: Bro, I fucking noticed this shit on this on your other side. There's so many fucking people in nihilism. <laughs> I'm
0: I like just, damn. I just copied. i found this like stock photo and I just copied and pasted because mm. I needed different servers. No, fucking I think Buddhism
1: got like four people.
0: <laughs> I think that's pretty true though. It's pretty accurate to the society oh, yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah, a lot of Christians and a lot of non. No, well, I was just um, talking about the oh. Ni- nihilism. Oh yeah, a lot of people are. I feel like that's such a i just people who are like that it's like does so how much enjoyment do you really get out of that
1: so people who believe you know they have that lens of life does that mean they don't believe that there's meaning to life yeah. that's exactly what it means yeah, that's why
2: a lot, so a lot of people go through like, existential dread yeah because they're like i'm gonna live my life but then i'm gonna die in the end so what's the point of it yeah because what's the point of it so then what
1: the fuck do those people
0: do just be the, be like that. That's why I don't. And then subscribe they just continue that. like their
1: life just as normal until they die,
0: or they're kind of just like when people they usually have this kind of like I don't want to say um, they have this bitterness to them. Like when they see other people who are ha- like being happy, they're like, "Why are you like? Why you're are you so anyway. happy? You're going at least but that's, that's like, the experience that I've had."
1: I feel like with people like this, if they just they're so focused on, you know, the end all be all. I mean, shit, if that's how life is at the end and there's nothing, wouldn't you wanna make the most out of it while you're still living it? Yeah. I, I mean, think
2: the argument there is that like once you're dead, everything is just gone because you're not gonna be conscious anymore because they won't believe in the thereafter yeah. or whatever happens after that. So death. they're
0: usually kinda selfish in that way. So, so then like they're like, I don't need to be
2: like nice to you, like what am I because how I see it is like, you know, you have a very fun, fulfilling life, you're enjoying everything, everything's great. You have loving family, enjoy you have a fulfilling job, mm-hmm. life is good. But then once you're dead, everything's blank because you won't experience those things that you experience when you're alive anymore. So they're like uh they're afraid of the fact that they're not gonna experience those anymore. And they're like, Okay, well what's the point of this? Because I'm I can't have this anymore once everything's over. I won't remember it, I won't be
0: able to that we call sucks. those things because it's gone. I personally, I think it's a lot happier. Like you are, like your existence is a lot happier if you have this kind of thought in your head of like things like exist past me. And I think it does come from like a self-importance thing of like you know, just because you die doesn't you know doesn't mean shit is meaningless or like people don't get like aren't you know they're outside of you. And here's the thing about uh, legacy: That's
1: such a selfish approach to life, man. <laughs> here's the I'm thing fucking- about.
0: What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I feel like it's kind of like a waste. I'm like, dude, you just like just experience, like be happy and- no,
1: like if you really think that's how your life is gonna be, like there's oh when my life ends, I'm not gonna remember it. That doesn't mean that people around you aren't gonna remember it. That mean, that doesn't mean there's people who are younger than you that can't look up to you and be like, oh yeah, I remember that person, and then your name gets continued on through generations. I mean, I don't know, man. It's Here, just.
0: A- Here's the thing I think that people who are um who are who live in that way they're kind of like they kind of live I don't want to say they live a sad existence, but they're mostly like kind of bitter or sad about life and to a degree, they kind of like it, and that's why they subscribe to it. They like being sad because it's like it kind of let's say like you know you feel like you're you're you know more than people and you're like you look at all these idiots who believe in like oh. stuff more than life and they kind of like feeling like they're above them in that way because they feel like they know that there's no meaning to it yeah cuz they're um like
1: look at them wasting their time haha ha, i'm better i'm gonna just die anyway bro see even then like you won't even have that that
0: feeling again when you that and it's also less effort to just be sad about something <laughs> it's it's less effort to be like positive cuz when you when you're positive like you have to like put in effort to be positive and like take care of yourself and take care of other people. It's much easier to be like kind of sad and bitter about life. And that's why some people, they kind of like it. because yeah. They can be lazy with it. Yeah, it's really easy to be, to just pity yourself and feel bad about yourself. And
2: also gives you an excuse to not yeah. put in the effort to change the, your circumstances and life around you. Because let's say like if you have a shitty existence, because you know, you're not, uh, you don't have a good job or you don't have good relationships with people. You're like, what's the matter? What's the point of? trying to work on those if i'm going to die anyways and it makes it's kind of like avoidance and escapism because you're like i'm not going to try i'm not even i'm not going to bother trying because it sucks to try it hurts a lot to try and in the end because i believe that it won't matter in the end because i'm going to die anyways i don't really have to try so that's why they probably feel um they feel they feel good about wallowing in that self-pity because
0: they're like it's kind of a form of coping because they don't have to try it's
1: like their fucking safety mechanism
0: yeah, pity is... Um, I say that pity is the lowest form of uh, attention, and that's why you need a lot of it. And when you self-pity yourself, you obviously, like... People who self-pity themselves, they do it, like, to the max. Yeah. And that's because they need a lot of it to feel some sort of satisfaction from it. And so, uh, circling back to what I was going to say about um, legacy, and a lot of people, like, their purpose in life is is legacy. And, you know, the thought... Like, logically speaking, legacy probably isn't um, actually... Like if you look at it from a very uh, like logical, like scientific perspective, it isn't actually like real in terms of if you zoom out and like, let's say after you die, the earth gets hit by a meteor and everything's dead. Like, like your, your legacy, legacy doesn't exist. Yeah. But when you're alive, the thought of legacy makes me happy and it makes people happy because you know, it just enhances their life in that way. Just having the thought and why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you have like a thought that serves you like that? Like there's no point in like, in like ha- like subscribing to a way of thinking that makes you unhappy. Like if the thought of legacy, like the thought of legacy makes me happy, like me having like progeny yeah, for sure. and having like kids and stuff like that, like that yeah. makes me happy. And why wouldn't I believe in that if it makes me happy? It enhances my existence.
1: Continuation. I mean, it's like think about it this way. It's like when you have a really like when you're watching a say an anime a tv show a movie you want it to continue you never want it to end like especially if it's like very good from the beginning i mean that's kind of how i treat life like if i'm if i'm living my best life right now i want it to continue and i may it may not continue with my life but i feel like i could pass down like my experiences to like you know my son daughter whichever and they can like learn from that and stuff and then i don't know this right here is borderline fucking disrespectful to like people nihilism yeah bro like i'm i'm telling you like i'm a really understanding person but if i really got into it with someone who believes in this i honestly don't think i could like really try and see i mean you'll know you'll know
0: when those people show up
1: bro like the fuck is wrong with you like
0: yeah. oh my gosh that's a very it's a very negative side to like a coin well I'll, I'll tell you like the positive side like the way soya brought it about where he's like there's no meaning to life so you can make it like anything you can make it as beautiful as you want it to be that's like the positive side of yeah. that thinking like the other side is like nihilism where you're like yeah, fuck everything yeah so, for real so i guess the point of this kind of slide is for me to i want to encourage people to find the lens of life that serves you the most that makes you the most happy and I encourage people who think uh, who already subscribe to like a way of thinking to not be super like exclude like I don't want to say that's the wrong word to be super like entitled about it th- about it because it's like other people are living different existences that might like be better to them like uh, for example let's say you know I'm spiritual I'm a spiritual person and I believe you know we're all interconnected. <laughs> And, you know, I practice like spiritual, spiritual things. And then I see someone who's like, who subscribes to like, uh, like Christianity and they practice Christianity. And I feel like there's a sense of like, uh, like tribalism with like, oh, the way that I think is better than yours. I kind of want to remove that kind of way of thinking and just be like, oh, this person's living the existence that serves them the most. Yeah. And as long as someone's living like an existence that's like rooted in like, loving like principles and loving uh loving values i feel like there's no you shouldn't have a problem with it it actually goes into like the rest of my my uh my presentation
1: i mean isn't that even how wars started too? because people be like oh you need to yeah see through this lens because it's better i mean i feel like there's no definite lens which is better but rather that's how you choose to live and that's um your kind of yeah life I mean,
0: uh, religions and different belief systems definitely start wars, but I feel like wars are definitely very, uh, it's a very complicated thing. Yeah. But um, let's see here. So my personal belief is the meaning of life is to experience love, not just romantic love, although that is one of love's many forms. Like, you know, we have like brotherly love or like.
1: Love for art, love for creativity. Yeah.
0: Like paternal love. I'm kind of like saying it more in like the, you know, like relationship aspects. And like, mm-hmm. it's all sorts of different relationships, like a, like a paternal kind of love, um, like maternal kind of love. Like, I feel like really like that's what life is about is experiencing that, like that feeling. And, you know, as cliche, cliche as it is, like, it really is, you know, what life is about. Like, if you think about, if you ask like a, anyone, like, what is the most precious thing to you? Mm-hmm. They're either like, oh yeah, it's my partner or it's my kids. Or if they're like, you know, my, my car, like no, one, I mean, no one, no one, no one your relationship
1: that. with your car, I guess yeah <laughs> it's, it's about like,
0: Shit. it's about, they say things that they love. Yeah. And so that's where that kind of, um, where that's coming from. So there's very, uh, there's different dynamics of love that you can go into, but I like to think that the purpose of like humanity or like our experience as humans is to experience like love. You, you talked about experiencing beautiful moments and i feel like that is that's done through like love like you you talked about having conversations with your your family mm-hmm. and those are it's because you you were able to connect in that way mm-hmm. it was like a familial love yeah. that you got to experience yeah. and it's a yeah that's why i think that like the meaning to to life of being a human is like to experience love there's many different ways you can experience it so a classic dynamic of love is through masculinity and femininity. Yeah, I want to be like careful with like, I want to be deliberate with how I, I word this. So as a man or a woman and everyone in between, anyone can be a conduit for both masculine energy and feminine energy. You could be a feminine man, you can be a masculine woman, you know, but I do think that our biology kind of like, it plays a role with like biological men to be like more masculine and, and vice versa. But that doesn't mean that, People, You can't can't be like one or the other. And so I want to talk about like masculinity and femininity as like a lens of like love, I guess. It's a classic dynamic of love. I'm using it as an example just because it's what I'm familiar with and what I feel like most people can relate to. And so uh, to experience love through masculinity, to me, it's kind of creating a space for love to happen. And that's what my definition of like experiencing love through masculinity is. And, and then experiencing love through femininity is creating and bringing love into that space that's created. And to, that's a very broad way of saying it. Mm-hmm. But basically my view of it is like, you know, masculinity holds this frame. And then... Femininity fills it in. Yeah, it's kind of like... In, it, within that frame, in that space, femininity creates love and it, it brings love in there. So my purpose right now... Is to experience love through my masculinity. So I give you my definition of masculinity. It's creating space for love to happen. Basically, it's not like a bound to like gender roles and certain you know societal things. I just think that uh, masculinity is just creating a space for love to exist. And so my purpose right now is creating spaces for safety, security, and love. And doing that by becoming a an abundant and capable individual by that. Like I can extrapolate that onto like so many different things. Like I'm creating, I created like I had this idea of us starting a podcast because I wanted a space for us to, to like share like our brotherly love. And then for like, even our, our listeners, uh, like the discord is like a space for them to, to kind of like have that kind of social like interaction mm-hmm. and have that bond with each other. And by, like, abundant and capable, it's, like, you need to be capable to have, like, abundance, obviously. And abundance is, like, you know, I have this home. Like, I want to provide a home for, like, you know, my uh, my nephews or, like, my partner or even, like, you guys. I want a space for, like, love to to exist. And Mm -hmm. so that's kind of, like, my purpose. And I kind of serve that purpose in whatever way that may be, like, financial or, like, you know, other other ways you can provide, like I provide, like emotional, financial, physical, kind of all, all the different spectrums of all the different languages of love. Uh, I want to be able to exist in the space that I create. So that's kind of like what I'm focused on right now. Um, I pursue this this relentlessly, and I I'm very happy. Like I I made this into my purpose, and I'm very satisfied with how I live my life. I'm not saying that it's easy. I'm not saying that. It's the best way to live life, but it's the best way f- for me, um, personally that I've chosen, and it makes me happy. Even if it's not always like, you know, it's not always easy to do the things that I I want to do. So, that's the the conclusion of my of my uh nice. I of like my presentation. It. I like Existence it. Existence in a nutshell. So, the meaning of life is That was not a fucking nutshell, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the meaning of life is to Experience love in the way that you uh, you most favorably can do that. Yeah, and I, I decide to do that through um, creating creating a space where love can be fulfilled and be in that area. I like yeah. that.
1: That's a great way to think,
0: and that 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 could extrapolate onto many different things, like my personal like philosoph- philosophies and belief systems. Mm-hmm. I could go on forever, but that that's basically to me that's like a nutshell of what my belief systems are. Um, I, I honestly, if I were to like dive deeper onto that, I, I do believe in, um, a lot of different philosophies, um, or different principles from very different philosophies. And I have respect for all of them because they all have something to offer. I feel like, but I've yet to find like a one that completely serves me like, that makes me happy and utterly like happy with just like that set of values. So, mm.
2: so in the year, in your meaning of life, you kind of brushed over the fact that you were working to fulfill your dreams, right? And I know that, um, was it Alex or was it Peter who was asking about advice on fulfilling dreams? It was Sung Jin Woo, Peter. It was Peter. Fulfilling mm. your dreams. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know like, um, what he meant by like advice on that. Um, um but, if you have like general advice on, well, when I think about like when I when I read his question, I was thinking of like the <laughs> what the fuck. <laughs> um, I was the way I was thinking about it was like um, like a mindset on how to pursue your dreams. I'm not really sure what uh, what would you give advice on though for like. I guess just that question that he's asking. Someone pursuing their dreams.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, like how
1: to fulfill it?
0: Uh, it depends on what your dream is with whatever. I'm going to give kind of like general advice. This is how I feel about goals. And um, you know that kind of cliche phrase, that, like it's not about like the, the destination, it's the journey. It's it's true, but I would like to add like upon that. I don't think uh, but what they mean by journey in that phrase. I feel like, let's say I have a goal Um And when you achieve it, often people will say, like, oh, you just kind of, like, reach it and you don't feel that, like, happiness that you were supposed to, like, you were expecting from, like, achieving that thing. I think that's true. I think the happiness brought uh, is definitely brought in the process. And in that process, you kind of, like, what makes you happy is the person that you become and the people, the the connections that you make. And once you get to that destination, um, I like to see it as like a point of reflection rather than like a place to be at. Like when you get there, like at the finish line, I want to, I encourage people to see it as a point of reflection to like look back and be like, Oh, this is all the things I I accomplished on this journey. Mm -hmm. So instead of like a finish line, it's like a point of reflection, I guess. But uh, going back to my point, I think that if you're going to uh, approach a certain goal, be around people and take advice from people that are in the place um, where you want to be. Like if there's uh, someone, you know, like there's an athlete, like let's say you want to play basketball and you're, you know, your dream is to play basketball and you're listening. Don't listen to like the guy that like is on the bench and only plays like once and once in a while. He's like, oh, you got to do this. I'm like, no, you listen to the people that are at the place you want to be at. Listen to like the advice of, you know, pro NBA players.
1: LeBron James. Yeah.
0: Like take, um, take advice from people that are actually there. And if you can, like get in the vicinity of like the people that are where you want to be at because you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. And obviously, here's here's like a kind of like a, not a pro tip, but here's a tip for people um, for extra, or for introverts, especially when I was growing up, I um, there was a point in my life where I didn't have very many friends, but I had access to the internet. And I realized that the five people that you hang out with most include the people that Um, the influencers that you consume media from. So I realized like I was adopting different traits from the people that I watched and the people that I consumed media from. So like um, I would encourage you to, like whatever media you're consuming is to be like, have it be like genuine like people and like people that will like have something to offer. It isn't just entertainment value, but people who are genuine, people who have like good qualities that you want to adopt. So for me, it was like, I listened to a lot of podcasts that were uh, like comedians and like like just genuine people and like people who are educated and stuff like that. And I became more like them because I listened to them more. And they were like, those were my like five people. So this is pro, pro tip, I guess. <laughs> you did bring up an interesting point though
2: about um, and it was something I didn't even really think about until recently. Uh, it was talking about happiness, right? Where when you're, it's the process of working on your goals that brings you happiness. And like, you know, I've heard that phrase a lot. And uh, when I really, when I thought about it, I didn't really understand what it meant for, what it meant to be happy when you're doing that, being in the process of working things, right? Because like when I was thinking of working in the process, um, you know, doing the process of working on the goals that you are... whatever the goals that you're you're, you've set yourself for um and i I always thought like it meant that the act of working itself is going to make you happy where when you're doing when you're doing this act of working you're going to be happy life is going to be good things uh you won't have any problems um but i think that's not necessarily the case because um there's still going to be hardships uh struggles regardless of What you're doing, and even if it's something you're passionate about and you enjoy, you're still gonna have those hardships, and you're still gonna have moments where you're gonna be like, "This really sucks. I don't want to do this right now," or "You know, this is really miserable." Like you said, with your goal, um, like the what you're working towards, it's not easy. It's not. um, There's moments where you're struggling, and it's not a walk in the park. But um, I know that, like for my experience. What I find find happiness in is those little moments, those little Snapchats throughout the process of working where like, you know, you're doing something, you're working on your goal and then you achieve something and you're like, whoa, this really feels good. I was able to achieve that. And I think for me, that's that's what it means when you're happy working towards your goal. It's the fact that you have those moments of snap, those snapshot moments of happiness because of the fact that you, you know, you're working on this and you might have ended up enjoying something or finding value in it. So, like when I think when I thought of happiness uh, back then, it was very, it wasn't temporary, basically, which uh, which is what happiness is. It's a temporary state of mind and it's a temporary emotion. But when I thought of happiness, I thought it was like this is a goal that you achieve and then you're gonna be happy for
0: who knows how long. It's temporary. Like I think you're bringing that up flow what's this yeah i I brought up a flow chart so here's the thing about hardships people like when you're pursuing your goals i think it's not the fact that like people just like to avoid hardships altogether but there's healthy hardships and like there's actual like hardships that feel good like when you do them and the thing that people often fall into is when when the difficulty is high but your skill level is low you fall into this um let me just zoom in on the thing you fall into like the zone of anxiety and that's like where it feels uncomfortable. And like, there's not like there, it just doesn't feel good. But the place you want to be with your hardships is you want to match the skill and the difficulty as much as you can. And that's where you land in like the flow state. And if it's, if you're like your skill level is too high and the difficulty is too low, that's when you get bored. And so like you don't want to be in boredom or anxiety you don't want it to be too difficult to the point where like it's overwhelming and it doesn't serve you. But you don't want it to be so easy that like you don't get any fulfillment from it. You have to be in that perfect flow in the middle where your skill and the difficulty are basically matched. And so the thing is you have to... you have to When you're pursuing your goals, you have to pursue hardships that put you in that flow state. Sometimes you'll fluctuate between like anxiety and boredom. But as long as you stay in the mid, like for the most part in that flow kind of state and like flow channel i think that pursuing your goals will be fun in that way
1: i mean you even put this into like smash bros perspective your skill level could be super high but if you're fighting like a level one it's going to be boring yeah and if your skill level is low but you're fighting like a fucking level
2: nine nasty bro you're, you're it's you're just fine. not fun you're
1: fucking, yeah you're your anxiety your is going to be high <laughs> and it's just not going to be fun that's why that perfect flow going up and you could really just put that into perspective for like any type of art or game or any whatever. kind of pursuit that you any, have anything literally anything and take that into consideration when you like put that into achieving your dream let's say let's start with something small say your dream is to learn how to drive you're not gonna hop on the fucking freeway with Please, a low skill me. level, your anxiety is gonna be high <laughs> straight right? away. You're but like, I'm gonna drive we, a
0: manual to the freeway. Yeah, yeah it's probably gonna be. The yeah, last a
1: manual time. to the freeway. But say you're a fucking a NASCAR driver, and you know, I don't know <laughs> if they. <drive laughs> you're manual. gonna be driving through the freeway, zooming through, <laughs> but or like, you're, just dri- you're in traffic. Yeah, your skill level super high, but you're in the fucking school zone. You're gonna be bored <clears throat> as fuck.
0: You're yeah, just waiting. Yeah. Cause they have the crosswalk people, and they're like. I mean, you could they're just bored. Yeah, that's where boredom levels shows up. There's levels. Get so, in the flow state. So find uh, when you're pursuing your goals, try to find a place where you your skill matches your uh, the difficulty mm-hmm. level. But it's okay to fluctuate between boredom, anxiety, and anxiety. Because sometimes you need to get that over like true. you need to get over like a hurdle of anxiety to get to that flow state. Mm-hmm. Like um, it's like working out, like starting to to work out. It's like you shouldn't like go in like when you start to go to the gym, don't go in and fucking kill your body because <laughs> next time you go in, it's just like, I don't want to do this. Like this sucks. Like There's I don't-
1: levels and balance to it.
0: Yeah. And then if you do like a difficulty that's like challenging to you, but it isn't like going to kill you, like you feel like you feel good. And then like next time you're like, oh, I, I can do this. Like yes. I'm capable of this. And so you just got to find that that kind of flow state. All right,
2: it- so uh I had a question asked if Christian did you have like a final thought about something? I
1: was just gonna say, like if you guys need help trying to figure out, um, you could drop in what your dreams are in the Discord oh, and we yeah. could try we could try and help you like figure out okay, what's the next step, like in terms of what level of difficulty you need to achieve and what skill you need to be at. And then if you're already at that skill, you need to get hop over that hurdle of anxiety so that you can achieve the next one.
0: Yeah. They're like, I wanna learn how to draw. You hit up Soya for that. Yeah. We'll His DMs are open. His legs head are wide open. <laughs> Damn, this motherfucker loves. is Still? ready.
1: Still 2023. Let's fucking go. This motherfucker is open.
0: O-P-E-N. DM Christian if you want Soya's personal number. Yes, I will. I'll send that shit ASAP. <laughs> <All> right, so, <laughs> so
2: the question anyways. My fault, my fault. <laughs> you're, good,
0: you're good.
2: Are we done? Yeah. yeah okay, we, well. Yeah, you got it. Um... Man, that fucking threw me off guard. Uh, what was I thinking? <laughs> right. Know. So, um, for people, um, for people that are kind of, let's say, they're 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 kind of like in a fork in the road where they've been working on their goals. Um, they're trying to fulfill their dreams, and it's just a history of failure and just not working out. And then they're in a the crossroad of being like. Should I take the road of finding a different thing to pursue or should I take the other route and keep going? So like, you know, they're kind of like on the edge of on the verge of giving up. Uh what kind of advice or kind of mental mindset would you kind of suggest for them?
0: If it's something you really enjoy, then just pursue it as a hobby. If you're looking for like a way to like live, um try different things, especially when you're young. When you try different things when you're younger, it's so much more forgiving than when you're older and you're like, oh, like you're you're 35 and you're like, oh shit, I got bills and I got I got mortgage, I got what? I got kids to take care of. I got kids. Of. But when you're younger, you can you can fuck up. You could try different things and be like, you could do something for a year and be like, oh yeah, this sucks. And then you can just go do something else. <laughs> like uh, hopefully, like you know, this, this is getting to the right audience. But if you're young and you wanna. You don't know what to do. Just try, like, your 20s should be a workshop, like, kind of era of your life where you just try a bunch of shit and then you, like, you gather skills from trying, like, different things and then at the end of it, you get to choose, like, what you want to do and you get to use all the skills that you learned and apply it to that one thing that you chose to do.
1: Don't be afraid to experiment.
0: Yeah, in every way.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: All right, would you say, would you give the same <laughs> advice for, uh let's say, a person who's very passionate about their... They really, really want this dream, or that they're trying to work on, and it's just not working out, and they, uh, they want, they're on the verge of giving up. So it's kind of like the same or similar concept to the first one, but instead of being like, oh, I have, I maybe I should consider my options, they're like, I'm just gonna give up on this dream altogether because um, it's just not working out.
1: I feel like sometimes you just need to take. Don't ever just give up on your dream if something isn't going the certain way. Or if you're following a certain path to achieve that dream and it's not working out, try and find another perspective, another lens to approach that dream. There's always different perspectives and approaches to achieving your dream, and sometimes the path you're taking may not be the right one. But that doesn't mean there's another w- way around it.
0: Um, my advice is if your dream is like an athletic, like an athletically like bounded dream. If you're over like thirty five, it's over. Give up. <laughs> okay, get, yeah. Get there's up. also there's also yeah. There's <laughs> that, that, that's my that's just my honest take is, on there it. There
1: is also you know there's an ex- expiration date. There's an expiration date
0: for unless you do steroids, yeah, but that's yeah. got some other shit. So yeah, like, like was it small? Like your dick falls off? Like say if you're <laughs> a human
1: dick. being, yeah. I mean, I don't, and your dream is to be like bad. the it's, world's it's, best sorry. dog, like that's not. Well I don't know what the fuck these two were talking about, but
0: <laughs> we were like, oh, I,
1: were you guys talking about dick sizes? Not, or no. we we're like steroids
0: make your dick small. I'm like, I I mean it's not It's not though. It's not a big deal though. It's not, not game breaker. About the it's wave not.
1: of the fucking ocean. If you're dreaming to be the best fucking sex machine there is and you got a small ass dick, <laughs> see through a different perspective, motherfucker. You get, get, get a, you, sleeve, bruh. Huh? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, what? <laughs> you said different perspective. <laughs> <laughs> a different lens I don't know get
0: a different dick
1: <laughs> I was just gonna say like you know we got try, AI you AI could, now you bro you can hit different positions oh, um, you yeah. can you know play with your fingers
2: but that's not your dick
1: it doesn't have to be your dick <laughs> anyways sex is the whole fucking umbrella and you know just cause it's penetration is like you know if you the
0: want sex tips hey hit, guys go back hit, hit, welcome back y'all. to Suburb Talk it, it is, is DM oh <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yo fuck jumpers jump. Fuck oh, wait, wait, wait. wait, we beefed wait. it. We're... We fucking take it all the smoke with all the fucking podcast platforms out there. No, no, not the wait. platforms. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, Spotify.
0: What? <laughs> oh, Spotify.
2: Yeah. Fuck YouTube. Apple
1: Podcast.
0: <laughs> 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 we, we want all the smoke I'm getting kicked off of all of the podcasts <laughs> Spotify's like yo What the fuck <laughs> We love you Spotify Please please don't get rid I of feel us. Like all our listeners come from Spotify <laughs> Dude it's like 90% uh,
1: Erase what I said but we want all the smoke With all the other podcasts Ah damn
0: <sighs> Yeah so hit uh, DM us DM Sawyer. DM, what? D- yeah. is that everything if you want some of that but if you want beef uh you know we have a wait a do we even answer that. his question i mean i answered his question wait what, what was, was, was the question um you were
2: i was talking about like a person who was very passionate about their oh food. yeah yeah, oh, yeah. yeah okay. i okay, say we give answer. it up
0: if you're athletic and you're like over 37 um you, just, you know give up see through you have to see through all
1: perspectives but sometimes there's an expiration date on every road
0: yeah, and there's an expiration date on athleticism like i'm not saying don't pursue fitness but if you want to be like a professional athlete and you're 38 and just give it up dog <laughs> yeah there's there's, um, there's a erectile a dysfunction anyway. yeah uh huh but but every other profession like every other thing that's like intellectually based i say that's free game just make sure your 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 financial needs are taken care of and pursue pursue your goal on the sides on the side like if you have kids if you don't have anyone who's dependent on you, you can go like all in. But if you have kids and like a partner, like you should definitely take care of their financial needs first and then pursue your shit. Like, um, like with the extra free time you have. And if you're truly passionate about it and you really, really want it, you'll make the time for it.
2: Yes. Mm
0: -hmm. So that's my take.
2: Yeah. Um, let's see.
0: Um,
2: I guess my take, it's kind of like my take. I'd say my experience with this is that I'm, Whenever I kind of have this roadblock where I'm like, "Oh shit, is this really? Is this gonna work out? Or am, am I is me working on this dream or goal worth it in the end?" I tend to uh, kind of rationalize and like take a step back and retrace my steps to see why I made the decision in the first place. And it's like uh, it helps me analyze and take the take a more logical approach to it because when you're kind of stressing about whether something's gonna work out or not that's you really your emotional emotional side of your brain and it's not necessarily the most rational so like for my for my experience um like let's say with this podcast right uh one of the things that i could think about is like oh shit maybe this is not gonna work out what's gonna happen
0: <laughs> we'll make it work Man, we're nah. gonna make it this work work out the fuck
2: but example right <laughs> yeah, yeah we're yeah, making yeah. example <laughs> I uh, <laughs> got
0: all mad. <laughs> how dare you, we fucking t- We took it personally. <laughs> how dare you say that? We but no, res- how dare you? <laughs> 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 go, go ahead.
2: Right. So, um, yeah, let's say uh with this podcast, I'm like, oh, shit, is this even going to work out? What's going to happen uh if this doesn't work out? I'm gonna be, am I going to be homeless? Am I not going to have a
0: job? <laughs> oh, damn, so you're we're not. We're not gonna leave. Fuck? You think we're gonna leave you on the trenches,
1: <laughs> bro? It always goes back to Soy's <laughs> financial situation, bro. I swear.
0: Damn, I'm bro. adding my own flavor to the exam. Your flavor okay, is okay. your financial situation. Okay. It's a very. It's a very. I mean, it's relatable flavor. <laughs> I'm out most impressive. Prof- most Damn, that's thing. how you know
1: committed. How committed
0: Soy is to this like, podcast. It's <laughs> my survival on on the line? <laughs> yeah.
2: Anyways. So, like, you know, that's, uh, that's like uh, the, the doubt and the stress I have with, the, with this dream hypothetical example. <laughs> uh, what I would do is... That's
0: such a crazy hypothetical, bro. I did
2: not think it was that bad. <laughs> I,
0: thought, I think it's funny.
2: But uh, what I would do is I would step back and be like, okay, um, so let's say I chose a different, posi- uh, different path, right? Let's say I w- continued my path to going to college. That would mean that I had to take up loans because I didn't <laughs> have enough scholarship money to continue my education, and that would mean that because I took loans, I'm going to be locked onto this job, whatever job I decide to take, uh, or pursue and major in. Uh, that would mean I have to. Sorry, walk, 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 Christian was walk, walk. fucking with the screen.
0: Oh, keep yeah. going.
1: I'm I'm listening.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, that would mean I'd I'd be locked on that job, and what would that mean? Uh, being locked into the shop, I would have to work the nine to five that i don 't particularly care about, and the only thing i 'd be looking forward to is the weekend and whatever I do on those weekends and You know when I think about that i 'm like this that that kind of lifestyle is not something that I want it 's not something that I fuck with, so we'd I'm rather gonna, rather
0: be out on the streets as boys, just being <laughs> broke as shit, just living life that'd be kind of dope though if we were all just bums <laughs> no. <laughs> Nah, like, together. Together? I mean, yeah, sure. It'd be fun. You know, if we had no other choice.
1: Oh, hell, i will be like, yo, all right, here's our game plan. So you're going to take the exit on uh, Indian School on I-17. You're going to have a street sign that says, um, please help. And then the next one going up north is going to be Camelback. Paul will be posted up there.
0: Why do I get to be a Camelback? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be a Camelback. They don't even fucking understand. Oh, shit. Now they know where we're. That'd yeah, be fine. Yeah, we'll um and then You're going Indian school then. <laughs>
1: so it was already at Indian <laughs> oh, school. Oh shit. Oh for oh, shit. The more the no south you go, the further the trenches are. I'll be at Van true. Buren. Oh damn. <laughs> and hey, then we're Indian. not gonna you're not gonna you guys are gonna be like, where the fuck is Christian at the meeting? I'm probably like
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we're we're gonna strategize for our homelessness. <laughs> so go on with your the, example. Well
2: what was where what was Christian gonna where oh. was Christian going with this?
0: It's just, it just a strategy for was, when, yeah, I'm just when chilling, we're homeless. When we I'm just
2: chilling out. in Indian school for what reason? I was just, oh, it's because you're, you're holding, you're, you're you're holding the sign. Oh. So when you're going I south... hanging out
1: no, there. Because <laughs> this, is, this is the strategy because this is how I I go home from work because I'm going north. It, it'd be traffic, right? We're going to hit the rush hour hours. So when people are stopping... Boxing what, what, Dude, When people are stopped at the... The nervous laughter.
0: Huh? He said... Uh, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> wait, wait what you say? You no, know we should uh, just pull up Google Maps on here. Mm, uh, yeah, keep going with your story. Though.
1: Anyways, so like I said, when when people be stopped at the fucking left turn, like exiting the freeway, they're going to see three of us. We're going to wear Paper Planes merch. They're going to be like, what the fuck? Why are they homeless? And be like, yeah, we used to have a podcast. Listen, just because we don't continue that shit and wasn't successful, our information still lives on. If Spotify continues to, you know, let it be on there.
2: Not after the beef we have with Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: shit. Please no, I love Spotify.
0: Um That's our bad. We we apologize.
1: I, uh, I have a family membership. Um I have a family. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What'd you say? I have a family member? <laughs> membership? Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh <laughs> I thought you said I have a family member. I'm like so do most Ooh. people. <laughs> Oh, oh, man, thank, thank you, Spotify, for letting us be on your platform. Yeah, but uh, all the other podcasts out there. We coming for you. <laughs> if you want to start a beef, we have a, a inquiry email that you can hit up. Yeah, hit up the beef. Hit up the beef. Um, <laughs> hit up the beef. I yeah, just hit up the beef. Um, our our business email. Right uh, we
2: could trade uh, publicity or uh, our business
0: emails uh, uh, in the beacons. So, bro,
2: if we if we were to ask to trade publicity, they wouldn't get <laughs> <out>. <laughs> <laughs> it. It's a one way exchange. Our,
0: our, our thirty, our thir- our thirty Man, homies head. in the in the Discord. Hell,
1: no! I wouldn't trade any of those people in the Discord for what they got. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we, they may be making. They fuck. They. Oh, shit. They may be making millions, but we got Rust. We got
0: Rust. He's deadlifting. 225, motherfuckers.
1: We got (laughs) got Damien, the Riz Lord, uh, huge. With a cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that motherfucking old beast. What if you... That's <laughs> <laughs> You just roasted his cat. I love his cat, bro.
2: Bro, I lo- I'm sure he I love loves you, his Dave. cat, too. That's his profile name. It's Damien's cat on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> on a plane. <laughs> cut that shit out. <laughs> I mean, my cat oh. is pretty big too. <laughs> Let's just stop! We, we can't
0: keep doing this. Is that it? Is that everything we covered? Everything? Well, yeah, we yeah. just we went over like the meaning of life and <laughs> shit, <laughs> bro. It devolved. All we held up, um. we held composure until the very end. <laughs>
1: it's because it's like
0: it's like 12. delirious. <laughs> That's hours, what I bro. said earlier, Bryce. And we're gonna get delirious. Hey, we delirious, it, but watch
1: this. Thank you guys for tuning in. Like always, make sure to like and subscribe to the YouTube helps us out rate and review. We're on all podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, wherever you go to listen to your podcast. We're on there. Follow all our socials. Um, We do all types of things. Last episode, we said we did crack cocaine. We're experimenting all the time. So go go support us. Uh, Join the discord. It's an open free space to let all your thoughts out and please subscribe to our patreon so that way we won't be homeless
2: yeah thank
0: thank you guys for watching we'll see y'all next week yeah, we love y'all see you next week i love you damien <laughs> i love you damien's cat <laughs>